I introduce to you Miss Larissa Davis. She is CEO and entrepreneur, um, or CEO and owner, I'm sorry, of How Desserts. It's a vegan bakery. Whoop, whoop to the vegan bakery. Yes, vegan bakery. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So, Larissa, tell us a little bit about your business, where you're located, what products and services do you offer? Um, you know, just tell our people a little bit about you. Okay, How Desserts is a local Houston bakery. Uh, it's located right here in Houston. It doesn't have an exact address um, because I mainly do pop-ups, uh, deliveries. Uh, you can place orders with me. I do caterings, parties. Um, it's a vegan bakery, of course, like she said already. I do a whole bunch of stuff. I do beignets, cookies, cakes, cupcakes, ice cream cakes, brownies, uh, Pop-Tarts. I do a whole bunch of stuff. Just ask me if, I, if you want. Whatever you want, I can possibly do it. More likely, I can. <laughs> awesome. And guys, I've had her cookies. I'm trying to remember which ones I had. Um, which one did you donate to the to the CP event that I had, the Christian Poetics? I think it was like a, was it ginger something? No, it wasn't ginger. It was ginger snaps, soft ginger snaps, and ginger chocolate chip cookies. And chocolate chip. And it was a third kind. Wasn't there a third kind? I'm not sure. Probably sugar cookies. Okay, maybe. Or oatmeal. Maybe oatmeal. Maybe oatmeal. <laughs> and I had your um, cupcakes. I think it was a mm -hmm. strawberry cupcake. Was it strawberry or red velvet? Possibly strawberry. Okay. I usually bring that to every event. <laughs> okay, girl, it's good. Um, and then I think it was another one. I can't remember. I think it was, it might have been, I don't know. Was it, it peach cobbler? No, no, it wasn't peach cobbler, but I think it was, girl, it was, it might have been a vanilla, like, do you do a vanilla cupcake, or, probably, or brown, I don't know, it was good, that I do know, <laughs> it was good, so that it was gone so fast, I don't even know, like, what the name of it was, but, um, <laughs> so guys, so you heard she's at pop-up. So if you're in the Houston area, um, connect with her. And before we go further, Larissa, how can people connect with you or just see what you have going on and where you're going to be? Uh, there's quite a few ways you can connect with me. You could connect with me through my email, which is howdesserts okay. at gmail.com. My phone number, my business number, which is 832-492-1135. You can also go on my website, www.howdesserts.com. Okay. And also I have an Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Okay. You can go through all those different resources to come to me, awesome. <laughs> to place an order. And then I'll make mm -hmm. sure, now I'm putting your website in the comments and then I'll make sure everything else is down there too. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so um, what prompted you to start your business? Like, how did you come up with the idea to start How Bake, How Desserts? I, what prompted me was seeing how people jump to the conclusions that vegan food is nasty and how it's probably just a whole bunch of salads <laughs> and a whole bunch of more salads on top of more salads. <laughs> so I was just like, uh, no, I had been a vegan for about two years. And then I started going more into it. My first degree was in nutrition at University of Houston. Okay. And so I had already know how to make food. And I had already taken a class on how to run a restaurant, just a little course that would help you out with that. Okay. And so I was just like, well, why not bake it with desserts and make it into a vegan dessert? And then eventually I was like, well, I can name it How Desserts. So people would be like, how is this a vegan dessert? 
Right. Get Love it? it. <laughs> so it. that's what made me want to do the bakery. Uh, basically helping people to realize that really healthy food that's vegan can also be really yummy. Awesome. Now, um, it's interesting. I didn't know that you had a degree in nutrition. So was food and like doing something in the food industry always something that you wanted to do? Yes. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Uh, doing something in the food industry has always been something that I wanted to do, whether it be minor or major. Okay. Okay. Well, well you're stepping out, of, out here in a major way. So I say that you are on the major side. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, ma'am. So if you were talking to someone, um, especially like nowadays, you know, who is thinking about starting their own business, maybe preferably in the baking industry or, or it could be in general, um, what three pieces of advice would you give them as an entrepreneur? Three pieces of advice I would give someone would be, first of all, to believe in yourself, okay. to have faith in yourself and have confidence in within yourself. Okay. Because there's going to be people that's going to come up to you. Not everybody's going to like what you have. Right. And there's going to be people that's going to be very blunt with you and tell you to your face that they do not like what you have and why you, they don't like it. Or they might say something completely off. Uh, uh, they don't like how you look or they don't think that your look should be selling a product or just any of those things. Okay. Uh, it's a lot that you, it's a lot that goes into it. You have to be confident within yourself and learn how to be able to accept no. Um, the next thing is to do a lot of research. Make sure that you do a lot of research in the field that you're working in for your business to make sure that you're up to date on what's being sold out there, the kind of products that's best selling, uh, the technology, possibly, uh, you know, how to work the website and people that would like to place orders on the website and just anything that would be beneficial to your business. Awesome. Those are awesome pieces of advice um, because oftentimes people think that, oh, they have an ideal and then they can just put it out there and be an entrepreneur is like smooth. It's like, like, like once you just start putting yourself out there, you know, you have instant success, but we both know that that is not the case. No. <laughs> and now the, the next thing, the last thing I would say is to have good customer service. Mm, okay. Customer service, bad customer service can infinitely kill your business. Right. People will talk about you. There's word of mouth. There's internet where they put reviews. And if you keep getting a whole bunch of bad reviews, no matter how good your product is, nobody's going to come back to a place where they're being talked down to bad customer service. The food is coming out super late right. or just no one's smiling. You smile at your customers right. and you tell, you tell them how grateful you are, or maybe just like even have like a point system that I would say that that's part of customer service as well. Oh, you bought this amount of cupcakes uh, and now you get to have like 10 points. So your next purchase, you get a free cupcake. Uh, yes. Just show that you appreciate your customers. Love it. And now um, you would know a little bit about customer service because you are out there hustling. Like you are very active um, with vending and things like that. Um, any advice that you want to give to somebody maybe who is thinking about vending at events and or markets? When you're vending at the events and market, um, try to do research of the market, uh, the venue or whatever it is before you go there uh, to try to see how many people actually attend the place. 
so you can have the right amount of product there so you won't have too much there and too little right but depending on what you're selling if you have too much you might have to end up throwing it away right. after you get done with the event right. the market right. or whatever place you go to and that's not good that's a waste of money no matter how much you sell but if you have the right amount they'll be fine it won't be an issue right it's always better to sell out than to have too much True. True. Awesome. Awesome. Now you gave some great advice um, for someone who was wanting to start their business. Um, what top three skills, if anything, would you say is necessary or skills or mindsets are needed to step out there and start a business as an entrepreneur? You definitely have to have a positive mindset. Mm -hmm. um, like I said earlier, it's not going to be an easy day every day. It's not going to be a very good month all the time. You could go a whole month and make $6,000. And then the next month or the next six months, you might barely make $1,000. That's how business is. That's how starting a business is. Um, it's not always easy, a smooth path. It's going to be up and down, up and down as you go through it. And you're going to learn a lot as well. So don't make it seem like you know everything. Um, the second point that I would like to make <laughs> is make sure that you um, have good financial management, mm -hmm. financial management, because that's another big thing that kills a lot of businesses within the first five years mm -hmm. is people that don't know how to manage their money. They're spending way too much money on what they're trying to build their business with. And right. so it ends up ruining their business and then they go out of business because they didn't manage their money right at all. The third thing is time management. Make sure you're managing your time properly. You don't want to spend too much time on the wrong things when building your business, when focusing to better your business, such as you spent way, a whole bunch of time making sure that your website is properly up. But over here, your brownies still are not tasting as good and you're still trying to figure out why your brownies are not selling. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I love that priority um, because there's a saying that says 20% of what you do in your business is actually what will sell. It's the 80% sometimes that, that we get caught up on. Um, and, you know, it's, well, not so much frivolous stuff, but it's the back end. It's the back end things. And so sometimes, yeah. you know, like you said, as an entrepreneur, like there are so many different moving parts, right? And, mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it is hard to determine, especially like when you're first starting out, what do I focus on first? Like, you know, do I focus on financials? Do I focus on my ingredients? Do I focus on my packaging? Like, so um, definitely, what would you tell somebody who is struggling with, well, where do I start? How do I figure out um, what I should focus on first? What kind of advice would you give to someone who um, needs some assistance in that area? The advice I would give to focus on first, I would say focus on doing your business plan first. Mm -hmm. Writing everything down, your business plan, your mission statement, uh, the overview, the history of the business that you're going into, uh, what do you want to sell, what is your future plans within the next five years? Mm -hmm. What do you want to set up within the next five years? What are your plans for the first year? How much income you would like to make within the first year? Would you like to make 10000 or 20000 mm -hmm. How would you like to make it? Where are you going to do it at? 
how often, where are you going to start at, uh, what is going to be your point of sale system, you know, figure out the equipment that you need, figure out the packaging, where should you market at, such as what populations are located at the most, what time of the year would be better for you to sell your products, just it's a whole thing to do the business plan first, which you start with the business plan first, which also requires you do a lot of research. Love it. So hopefully you guys who are watching this either now or on the replay, hopefully you are getting these nuggets that Miss Lorinda, um, Miss, I'm sorry, Larissa, <laughs> I'm looking at Brenda Glover, just, <laughs> hey, Sister Glover, Brenda Glover just left the comments. I, I just messed y'all too. Um, but Sister <laughs> Davis, hopefully you're, you guys are picking up the nuggets that she is dropping. Um, and again, guys, she is one of our speakers who is going to be dropping even more nuggets at the virtual startup business seminar and networking event uh, from Rich, presented by or hosted by Rich Chic 360. And that's going to take place on August 22nd. And yes, it's going to be online. So you don't have to worry about coming out and social distancing. I know a lot of people are still, you know, just taking their time getting out there. But so you can attend from the comfort of your home or from wherever and still get some nuggets on how to start your business, especially during a time like this, where there is a pandemic going on. There are other country issues going on, racial issues. There's a lot of stuff that our business, our businesses are dealing with as well as you know just us as a country um and in a time now where you know jobs are being let go and people are being laid off it's a great time to think about starting your side hustle at least or you know starting something that can branch off to be you know your main source of income um, and build something of legacy and of wealth for your future. So Larissa is going to be one of our speakers. So come on out, come on out, bit.ly forward slash Rich Chick 360 event. Again, I'll put that in the comment section. Um, but let's keep talking here, Larissa. Um, so, you know, we talked about, you know, in business, especially, especially when you're starting off and so many ups and downs is, so many highs and lows. Uh, what are some of the challenges that that you have endured in business, if you don't mind sharing just one or so, and um, what did you learn from those challenges? I would say time management and the financial um, management as well, um, yeah. especially with baking. Yes, <laughs> with baking, it can take a while. Like people need to realize you bake a cake, Okay, and so you get out the oven, it takes about one or two hours to cool. Mm -hmm. And so during that time, what you should be doing, you could be starting on another dessert. But when you're going to a big event such as Vegan Chill, uh, Vegan State Fair, which I've done multiple times, uh, and you're trying to prepare to cook for 3,000 people, if you're not managing your time properly, and you're not using it, the in-between time when those other desserts are done, you can start on another dessert while those are baking or cooling off. You'll just end up cooking for like two weeks, <laughs> which is not right. It's not good. And so another thing is when you're baking your cookies is different from when you're doing your cheesecake or when you're doing another dessert. I know you could put them in the freezer, but there's only a certain amount of time 
where they can still stay fresh enough. You want your products to be fresh, really fresh, as fresh as possible when you're getting it to the market. By the time you get to the market, you want it to be very fresh. So when the customer purchases it, they won't have any problems and they'll be having the best quality of the dessert. Love it. And, uh, yes. And also uh, financially, when you're doing your market, there's usually market fees, uh, depending on the size of the market. The most, so most of the time, the fee is usually about 40 to $50, 30 to $50 possibly. And so you want to meet your market fee, but don't forget that you also need to make the mark of how much product you paid for to make the product with the ingredients for the product. Right. So you need to make that amount as well. And then it's always better to go above that amount and that's the real profit from it. Love it. It's, yes. <laughs> and so I've made mistakes with that, but what I've learned with that is that you have to keep going and then you'll learn how to master that over time. Mm-hmm. And see what really matters is getting the good products out, your best selling products to the event, as fresh as possible and learn how to do it within the, the, the last few days before or so. Love it. Love it. Um, and I think that bring that just brings a thought to my mind that it's important to know your industry too, because somebody who is not in the bakery industry um, might think, oh, well, you know, um, I can get out there. I can like, you know, sell a bunch of cookies and cakes and like kill it. But they don't know, like you said, you have to buy ingredients to make the cookies and cake and to sell them and to make the profit on top of that. Um, whereas like maybe a service-based industry, um, you know, who has a product where like they make want and can resell or, you know, they, or they're selling their time, they might not have as much overhead as like a bakery like yours. So it's important that I think, you know, when somebody is starting their business is to really, like you said, do the research and figure out, um, you know, okay, what is like the industry, what are the industry standards, kind of what are all involved in the making of the products and things like that. So I'm glad that you said that because I think some people think, oh, I, I can just, you know, make X, Y, and Z and just sell it and, you know, put money back in your pocket. You can make the money and but it's not all about the cash flow and the revenue. It's about the profit, right? Right. Love it. Right. Love it. Okay. So even with all the challenges and like, you know, like you are a busy bee, like you're going, 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 making it happen. Um, what keeps you motivated as an entrepreneur? What keeps me motivated is that I will be making a business that can be passed down yes. for generations and generations. Mm-hmm. Yes, to my kids or to my grandkids and to my great grandkids, and that would help to build wealth Love it. within the family. family. That's what keeps me going. It's family, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, and I think um, that's another reason why I really encourage people to not just settle for having a job, like, you know, like really get a side hustle because, like, you can't pass your job on to your family like you can't just transfer your 401k or you know your your management position like you can't pass that on but something like what you are creating an actual business you can transfer that and pass it on and it could be in your family for generations to come so 
Love it. So, um, now Larissa, how would you define success? What does success mean to you? Success to me is a job. Well, not even really a job. It's basically, well, I'm just going to say job that you wouldn't consider a job because you're so happy to do it. Mm-hmm. You're not really working because you love doing it. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't really be considered a job. And on top of that, it will be helping to bring revenue, well, not revenue, profits, money to helping take care of your family. Love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that financials, um, stability, freedom. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And guys, um, if you have any questions for Larissa, as you guys are coming on in, feel free to put them in the comments section and, and I will read them um, as we're going along here. So Larissa, um, if you could talk to anyone in history, whoever that might be, who would you choose? Oh, Madam CJ Walker. Yes. I love her story. Yes. Yes. Her story is fabulous. Madam C.J. Walker, she sounds like a force to be working with. She started from the ground up just like me. She had nothing and she started with what she worked with and then she kept going and going and now she's known throughout history for being uh, one of the top and the first, what, the first black female millionaire? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. There you go. Entrepreneur. So She did it and she also helped dozens and dozens of other black women to um, sell her product and help them with getting an income and everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, you saw her story on Netflix. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. And it was some very interesting aspects of her life that I didn't know until I watched that documentary. So that was very interesting. Yeah. Have you read the book? I have not. Her- I'm going to have to buy the book and read it. I have. So I didn't even know that she had it. So th- there's a book of her document or of her life story, her biography that's out there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There's okay. a book. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so besides Madam CJ Walker um, from history, who would you say has been your greatest inspiration here in the present? That's a hard one. Okay. Why do I keep wanting to say Beyonce? (laughs) (laughs) Say Beyonce then. She is a hot sister. It's just a mixture of females because there's so many inspirational females. It's just, I don't know who to pick. Just one person. So I'm thinking Beyonce, Michelle Obama. (laughs) It's just powerful women. Yeah. Yes. Love it. Love it. Um, and so have you read any good books recently that you would recommend to anybody? Have you had time to read? That's the question for you. <laughs> Every once in a while I have time to read. Okay. Every once in a while. Okay. Um I do have this book. I don't know if y'all can see the words. Oh uh, Powernomics. Okay. Um by Claude Anderson. Okay. This is a good book to read. It helps with uh building letting you get, get information on how to build wealth and build your business and how it could help the community out, help building okay. a community. It's a good I'm read. Okay. Awesome. Okay. I'm writing that down. Powernomics. And then um, Anderson is the last name of the author? Yes. Uh, Anderson. Love it. 
Okay, I'll be looking for that book. Thank you for that. Um, and so now, what would you say is your favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur at this time? I would say the difference that I'm making within the community. Uh, uh, people would come and be like, oh, God, I was vegan. I don't think it's going to be good. And then they come and they taste my cookie or my cupcake. And they're like, this is vegan? <laughs> yes. There you go. It's vegan. No dairy products, no animal products used in it at all. So you won't have any problems, possible problems in it at all. No, no digestive problems will come from it. It's perfectly fine to eat. And it's usually not too high in sugar as well. And it's delicious, y'all. And now, <laughs> um, like, you know, I mean, this is in my interview, but we share the whole vegan bakery lifestyle here um so i can truly attest to people having their what's the word not suspicions um i can't think of the word now but they're very they're very doubtful at times yes <laughs> very into it so i'm glad that you're out there representing for us um and so now what would you say is the biggest attribute um, or what has contributed to your success up until this point the most? I would say the biggest attribute that has contributed to my success, I would say my backstory of going through college. Okay. I would say the, the amount of work that I've had to put in um, going through college and realizing that anything that's worth having, you're going to have to put a lot of work into it. Okay. Okay. I would say that. Do you want to share a little bit about the story or at a later time? I would say, hmm, I wouldn't even say it's a story. It's just when I, while I was in college, yeah. I would be working, you know, on my own, yeah. working uh, work study and then doing nursing work as well while going to school mm -hmm. and having to take care of myself and, you know, having to make sure that I get my books yeah. and while still studying. Mm -hmm. And no matter what I was going through, I made sure that I would get my homework done mm -hmm. and make sure that I passed my class and get my degree and actually take something from every class that I took. <laughs> awesome, girl. Because now you have your degree in nursing, right? Like you're a nurse? No, um, I will be going back. Okay, okay, okay. But yes, you but you are in the health field though, right? Yes, yes, yes. ma'am. <laughs> See, y'all, I'm telling you, with, with perseverance, consistency, dedication, you can do anything. And everybody has their own backstory. Everybody, um, you know, everybody has their own drive and motivation. So see what is inside of you. Pull from whatever it is that you desire most in your life, in your future for you or your family, and um, use that as your driving force. Pull from that and use that as your driving force to um, get the things out of life that you want. Um, so, Larissa, this is a time to brag on yourself. Like, what are you <laughs> most proud of? Like, what's your biggest accomplishment yet in your business? I would say the amount of followers, the amount of people that already know me within the vegan community. Okay. I just reached a thousand followers on Instagram. Congratulations. Yay. <laughs> I've been uh, in business for about a year. So that's a major milestone major. <laughs> Very major. for me. I've yeah. just reached about a year and I have already had people come to me asking me to work with them. 
um, and I'm very proud of it. Um, I would never think that within the first year of being a business owner that people would automatically want to work with me so quick. People that have way more experience of being in a business than I. <laughs> all right. That's all right. Um, yes. you know, and I believe that like when you're doing something, not only that you're passionate about, but that, you know, is the area that you're supposed to be operating in. I believe that doors will just fly open, you know, opportunities will be there for it. And I truly think that that is one of the ways that we can identify, you know, if we're truly walking in our lane that God yes. has for us. So kudos and congratulations for that sis um so what are your hobbies like when you are not working when you're not um doing business what are some things that you enjoy doing i love sleeping (laughs) (laughs) uh going to work out read watching movies uh just go hang out with families i would say i'm a homebody Okay. So I don't get out a whole bunch. But I, well, I like to travel. But you know, when I'm traveling, I'm not out partying all the time. Right. I'm right. usually just out doing reserve things, educational things, uh, sightseeing the city, trying the food, uh, seeing how the people are a little bit. Yeah. Just okay. doing fun Love stuff it. a little bit. That's it. When all this COVID stuff passes, we're going to, um, like you, me, and some of the other ladies are rich. We're going to have to plan a little mini trip somewhere. Yeah. A road trip or something. That would be fun because I love to travel too. That would be awesome. That would be fun. Um, so, Larissa, what sacrifices do you say you've had to make to um, be as successful as you are right now in your business? Uh, my social life. My social and my funds, of course, and uh, kicking back hours from working in my main job from nursing. Yes. Okay. From nursing. Yes. So like you're training that time or working for for somebody else to work for yourself a little bit? Exactly. I love it. Yes, ma'am. So where do you see how desserts in like the next five or 10 years? I see it in a brick and mortar. Okay. Uh, being more established in the store, um, making sure that it's being out to people, having more access to people for people to come make orders uh, and come pick up their food, uh, have like a little dining area to sit down in and eat and expanding my menu, of course, as well. Awesome. And also being able to ship my items out nationally. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Sounds good, guys. Again, if you are catching this on the replay, if you have questions, still put them in the comments section. I'll make sure that Larissa, um, or just just go straight to her and inbox her. I'll put all of her information in the in the comments section so that you can um, get you some delicious vegan <laughs> treats, so that you can connect with her to work with her um, and just talk with her to see, you know, what she has available and, um, and how you can support her. Okay. Any questions here in the comments section? Not yet. You guys are just listening. All right. All right. I know she's dropping some nuggets. So, okay. So this is the part of the interview where I'm going to ask you like, uh, it's about nine or 10 random questions. So this is okay. the lightning round, okay? Um, okay. 
and they're safe. It's nothing like too personal or anything like that. <laughs> and just, um, you know, just answer the first thing that comes to your mind just right off the bat, okay? Okay. All right. Are you ready? All right, let's go. <laughs> it's, it's nothing too, too, um, too deep. All right, so favorite color? Favorite color, red. Favorite food? Ooh, Louisiana, <laughs> Louisiana food. Love it, love it. Uh, favorite place to go? The gym. The gym. Ooh, I wish I had that desire. <laughs> Cause it's the I think. <laughs> yeah, the gym. Okay, yeah, okay. The gym. I'm about to pull up from that motivation. Um, hot or cold weather? Which one? Hot. hot I'm anemic. I'm in oh, oh, then you need the warmth. Yes, ma'am. Chocolate or hard candy? Chocolate or hard candy? Uh-huh. Chocolate. Chocolate. Um, day worker or night owl? Night owl. Are you? Okay. Onion or garlic? Onion. Onion. And last but not least, beach or mountain? Beach. All right. <laughs> All right. Love it. Love it. So I'm going to have you um, give me your contact information again, and then I will make sure that once we hop off, I will put it in the comments. So um, I, I, I have your website as www.howdesserts.com, right? Yes. Okay. And then, yes, ma'am. And then you gave your phone number, or do you want people just to connect with you on the website? Uh, you can go through my website okay. and phone number. Okay. But particularly my website would be better because it shows the pictures in the description okay. of the desserts. Okay, then 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 I will direct people to your website to get your full experience. Okay. All right, guys, if no questions here, we're going to hop off. Thank you, Larissa, for taking time out today to come and speak.